Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Every true crime podcast fan has a passion case or a case they just can't forget. But have you ever wondered what cases your favorite podcasters are the most passionate about? Slow Burn Media and journalist Bill Huffman presents an all-new podcast to explore that very question. My Passion Case will be a weekly interview show hosted by Bill Huffman and it will be released on Monday, January 13th. Each episode will feature a guest from some of the top true crime podcasts in the industry to discuss their passion case. Huffman speaks with the teams behind True Crime Garage, Generation Y, Criminology, Crawl Space, and many more. We will take a deep dive into the cases that have stayed with them and where those cases stand today. You're about to hear a trailer from My Passion Case. While listening, head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts and subscribe under the Who Killed feed. Don't forget, the first episode drops Monday, January 13, 2020. This one stands out to me because I spoke with his father, I read his book, and I spent a good amount of time researching this case before I covered it. So it's um, set in pretty deep. The West Memphis Street case really got my head turning. We're talking about the Silk Road website on the dark web. On the dark web. The Silk Road with Dread Pirate Roberts. So welcome to my passion case, and thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, finally you talked to the, the real hero of the true crime garage duo, the captain. You're always talking to Nick. So I would like to talk about the Long Island serial killer. Um, I'm really excited to talk about this because I am usually that person, you know, at the bar, people are talking about something, and I'm like, oh, did you guys know that there's a serial killer at large, like down the street from us, and people usually have no idea. The case that I'm going to discuss today is a lesser known case. This is a case from one of my old haunts, one of my old neighborhoods, and that's part of the reason why this became a passion case for me. Looking, you know, as an adult, what case has completely captivated me, and I have just dove on into, and that is the Lewis and Clark Valley serial killer. Well, the, the Golden State Killer case, as it's come to be known, started out locally in the Sacramento area in the, in the mid-70s as a series of unsolved rapes, and from there progressed through different areas of California and went down to Southern California, and the uh, rapist became a full-fledged serial killer. Uh, we're going to be t discussing the uh, controversial conviction of Tommy Ziegler, 
who has been on death row in Florida for the past 43 years for committing four murders on his, in his furniture store on Christmas Eve in 1975 in the town of Winter Garden, Florida. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Uh, we got Tim and Lance here from Missing Maura Murray. And that, that becomes a bigger problem. So the chances of those being solved one day by that individual or other armchair detective individuals slim to none they'll be solved through like dna or or some kind of testing the it also spurred my interest in true crime they did a very uh, famous episode on jack the ripper which is a case that i think still fascinates most true crime aficionados to this day and i think that got me very interested in the subject of true crime and also and as i shared with you offline uh, I live in suburban Cleveland now, but I grew up in uh, the southeast side of Cleveland, uh, around the 55th and Broadway area. And it just so happens one of the greatest unsolved cases in American history uh, had a definite connection to that area, and that's the Cleveland Torso Murders. I know a lot of people who, you know, have the impression that sex workers are, you know, out of it, and, you know, they're druggies and blah, blah, blah. But, like, these these women were very intuitive and very smart and very, you know, street savvy. And so to be able to make them feel comfortable when their job is to know in an instant who who should I get in this car with or not and every day know that their lives are at risk, that I think this person was certainly charming. Or at least, you know, had a pretty good offer for them, probably offering a lot of money. I guess that's why I love this story is because how far, I mean, there's all the black and white people of this world I'm not talking about race. I'm talking about people that are like, this is good, this is bad, you're good, you're bad, this is the law, this isn't the law, all that stuff. Their moral compass is set. But for the rest of us, how far do you go? How far do you allow this acceptance of this website? When do you draw the line that it's gone too far? And I think it's great that it forces people to question their own moral compass. They see a hundred abandoned vehicles with alcohol in them, and then the person goes away, sobers up, and comes back, or goes to the hospital. It's it's very very common. If you if you actually look at the police dispatch log, they 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 kept all their eyes, as many eyes out out there, as many eyes open that they had out there for her that night, and then they had to figure out. First of all, they had to figure out who she was, because the car wasn't registered in her name. And then they had to figure out how to contact her dad, and it takes time. And going back on it now, I'm 100% sure that all of the police involved would handle it differently. Rape itself is usually an underreported crime, and we know of 50 rape victims. I know he's a suspect in a few other ones, but I just think there's other people that never came forward for whatever reason, shame, guilt, Whatever. I, I think there's other victims out there. I don't know that there's dozens more out there, but I, I'd be surprised if there's not more. And as far as we know, he killed 13 people. I think that number could be higher too. And, and then you look at his, his home break-ins and burglaries. You know, those are in the hundreds. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Sean McCabe. And I'm Carrie McCabe. We are, well, married, obviously, <laughs> but we're also obsessed with the darker side of things. True crime stories, alien abductions, poltergeists. If it leaves you scratching your head and keeping those lights on at night, we want to hear about it. That's why we host the podcast Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie. Every week, we bring our listeners a true story guaranteed to send chills down your spine, from history's most brutal serial killers to the mystery of spontaneous human combustion. Yep, lots of these stories leave unanswered questions behind, and you'll get to poke through the rubble of the evidence with a hardened skeptic and... Someone whose mind is more open to fun. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. You can find Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie wherever you get your podcasts, and on social media at Ain't It Scary. Come play with us. You'll be able to download My Passion Case wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, you name it, it will be there. And again, this will be a weekly show where I interview the top podcasters in the industry. And I've already spoken with people from Generation Y all the way to True Crime Garage, as well as Victimology and Crawl Space, just to name a few. So there's a lot of great things lined up for 2020, and I am looking forward to kicking this show off. So again, look for it on January 13th. That is a Monday. And again, my passion case will be available wherever you listen to your favorite shows. you to Barry Clue, an authorised financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. He was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. Type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy and you'd be right. Well, right up until the point when you're wrong. It was all fictitious. You stole from my son who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things, actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S. Hi, this is Amy and Vanessa from She Goes by Jane, where we shine light on the stories of missing and unidentified women. On November 7th, we're sharing Nahida's story for the first time in a podcast. And this is a story that I thought I knew, but after reading police reports, became more complicated than I thought. When investigators are called to Nahida Khatib's house, everything looks fine. Her purse is on the kitchen table, her cup of coffee is on the counter, and her two-year-old niece is in her playpen. The only thing amiss? Nahida is missing. Every week, we feature a poem written in honor of the person we're talking about. This week, we're joined by one of our favorite actresses. You might know her from Sister Act or King of the Hill or The Descendants. But if you're like us, you'll know her from Hocus Pocus. She's the much-beloved Kathy Najimy. Join us November 7th to hear Nahida's story.